Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 325. In this episode, you are going to hear all about 75 hard and wine. So did you catch our last recap episode? If you didn't, then let me explain what this wine thing is all about. Of course, wine is good. I like wine, <laughs> but it's we're going to be like, a, or I'm going to be like a winemaker and completely change how the last episode went. So you know what? I'm going to crush all the information down, just like you would stomp on grapes and crush grapes, right? And then I'm going to try to distill it out to you in a different way, kind of like the aging and blending process. Hopefully it's for a more bold, fruitful flavor, right? I don't know about fruitful, but you know, yeah, we'll go with it. Um, but I don't know about you, but in school, I didn't, I wasn't always the best at learning. I tried to learn, but information didn't always come easy to me. So sometimes I had to hear things in a different way. And so that's what I'm going to try to do here is take class episodes information and then share it to you in a different way, using different stories or different analogies, just putting a slightly different spin on it. And you know what? If the last episode already stuck with you or you understood it, cool. They say if you hear it again, then it's going to cement it in your brain. So this will further cement it into your brain so that you can take it, put it in your badass toolbox or your, I don't know, I kind of put it behind my shoulder like it was a going into a backpack or something. I don't know. But you can just use this information and hang on to it. So through your daily life, you can use the bits and nuggets that help you. With that, if you love this episode, please head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Every single rating and review helps. I know you're busy. You got a lot going on in your day. So it means the world to me when you take time out and head to iTunes, leave that five-star rating and review for the Ordinary to Badass podcast. And that way, other badasses, just like yourself, can find the show. Okay. With that, let's get to it. Be confident, be bold, be authentic, but don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I am so glad you're here. So today we're going to talk about 75 hard and wine. You know what cracks me up about this? You can't have wine when you're doing 75 hard. <laughs> it's a violation of the rules because you have to do no alcohol for 75 days. But in this episode, we're mixing the two. Such rule breaker here. Um, and we'll we're talk about 75 hard in a different way, hopefully a way that resonates with you or gives a little different twist. So just something different for you to think about. So 75 hard, what is it? Well, the rules to 75 hard, I'll get to them in a minute, but it sounds really intense. Just the name alone 
can give you the meat sweats <laughs> or give you the sweats, whatever. But if you don't like diet or you don't like working out, then it seems really hardcore. But is it actually? So I got to tell you this. This is what somebody called me. Uh, you're a jawbreaker, she announced. And I was like, what? Yeah. In front of a whole group of people, a coworker called me a jawbreaker. Kind of crazy. <laughs> but everybody immediately started laughing. And she goes, yeah, you. And points directly at me. And she was like, you seem so hard on the outside, but you're a big old softy on the inside. Okay, maybe she has my number. Maybe she has me figured out. <laughs> I don't try to be hard, but yeah, sometimes I come off that way. Um, here's the thing about a jawbreaker, though. It's like, that can be like things in life. Some of these hard things, they appear hard on the surface, but they're actually not as hard as you thought. They're a softy on the inside or it's easy peasy once you have it figured out. And I know that's probably kind of a mind F, but it's actually true. Some of the things that we think are so hard are actually easier. So we'll get into that. I'll explain it fully in this episode, um, but you might think something is impossible and it's actually very easy. So here's what happened for me is that a stranger heard me say that I wanted to lose weight and get in shape. And he immediately recommended 75 hard. I'll tell you, I had my doubts. I was like, this isn't even freaking possible. I can't do it. I don't know who could do this. This is insane. Um, I don't know, maybe a robot, somebody who can just follow orders. I don't know. I just didn't think that it was a possible. It wasn't in my wheelhouse. And I kind of forgot about this principle. Or sometimes the harder things, the extreme things are actually easier than something that's just hard. So if you're not good at workouts, if you're not good at sticking to a diet, I'm with you. I can relate. But don't leave here. Don't lose me on this one or leave me on this one because it gets better. I'll explain it to you. Um, also, I'm not one that traditionally loves those things. So if I can do 75 hard, so can you. Um, and I'll tell you, it's not even about dieting. The 75 hard isn't about dieting. It's not about getting in shape. Like those might be side effects, but that's not the ultimate goal. It's really the mental toughness that you get from it. So here's something I want you to think about. If the following, I'm going to read to you in a minute, what you have to do for 75 hard, but if it seems insane, if it seems too intense, if it seems out of this world crazy, stick with me because you need this more than anybody. And how badass would it feel if you could do that thing? If you can complete 75 hard, which seems so freaking hard and out of this world, if you can complete it and do it, how good would that feel? And then that thought right there, that can motivate you, right? You can just use that to be like, oh yeah, if I completed this, I would feel like such a badass. I would feel so accomplished or I would feel so good. Um, and use that as your motivation to get through. Okay, nitty gritty. Let's get down 75 hard. This is the wine episode, right? So got to crunch down that information for you. Um, 75 hard. I'm going to look at the rules here. 
says absolutely no alcohol, no cheat meals, no compromises. So you got to go hard, right? And part of it that you have to do is consume a gallon of water a day. Might seem like a lot. You'll get used to it. You have to do two workouts a day, 45 minutes each. They cannot be back to back. I thought I could combine them for an hour and a half at first. Nope, can't do that. And one has to be outside and one has to be inside. So have like a two or three hour break in between the two workouts. Self-development reading for 10 minutes a day. So it has to be nonfiction reading for 10 pages. Just read 10 pages a day and you're good to go. Follow a diet. Any diet you pick, but again, no cheats. Like don't go have some sugar or no desserts or sticks strictly to the diet for 75 days. And then the last thing is daily progress picture. Every day, take a picture of yourself in front of the mirror. And that way you can see the difference between day one and day 75. Okay, eh, should have opened this beforehand, but I did not. So bear with me because I'm talking too much. <laughs> Okay, now that I loudly took a drink of my ice water, it's Kiwi Strawberry. I'm a fan. Um, okay, I'll move on. So what you can realize here is whatever, there's no shame in hitting rock bottom. There really is not. So often we think that we can't hit rock bottom or we think like we beat ourselves up, right? But you don't have to do that. You don't have to beat yourself up for having rock bottom. Be your motivator. Listen, I am stubborn. I try to do things my way and then it doesn't work. And then I hit rock bottom or I'm like, I bang my head against the wall a million times trying to figure something out. Ooh, let me tell you. Let me give you a good example here. I, as a kid, I wanted to learn how to ride a bike. And I wanted to learn so bad that I was riding that bike all the stinking time. And I kept riding that bike and falling off and I would get bruises. Like my legs were bruised like crazy because I was so stubborn trying to figure it out. And guess what? Finally, I did figure it out and I learned. Yeah, it took me a lot of bumps and bruises along the way, but I finally figured it out because I was so stinking stubborn. Do you think that once I learned how to ride that bike, that I was upset that I had to fall down so many times? No, not at all. I was like, yeah, I got this. And I knew that I could power through it because I just had for how many weeks falling off the bike, getting back on, you know, so tons of bruises. But the fact that I fell and stuff, it didn't make me less than, it didn't make me any worse of a bike rider than the kid next to me, right? Sometimes it's like, we get this idea like, oh, I should have started sooner. I should have done this earlier. You're ready when you're ready. Don't beat yourself up over it. If it takes you hitting rock bottom, like it took me, both with the bike and then actually in the last episode, I shared how I ended up in urgent care and I they almost didn't release me because my blood pressure and my heart rate were too high. And so I realized something has got to give, something has got to change. Now, could I sit there and beat myself up and tell myself I should have started earlier? How did I get in this position? Maybe I did for that day or a few minutes, but mostly I realized something has got to change. 
I can't keep doing what I've been doing. But use it as your motivator, as opposed to as the thing that takes you down, right? We can't change what happened in the past. All we can do is use these wake-up calls, use these moments to propel us forward. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what caused you to take action or what spurred that. What matters is that you're doing it now. And that's what you can tell yourself is, you know what? I'm here now. So you can be just like Julia Roberts in the movie Pretty Woman. I think her name was Vivian in there. Um, And there was a scene where Edward had hired her for a week and his name, or Richard Gere, and his name in the movie is Edward. He hired her for a week and then he told her she'll be gone at the end of the week. Julia shuts the door and she says, but I'm here now. Isn't that the truth? It doesn't matter what happened in the past. It doesn't matter what's going to happen in the future. Where are you right now? So the point is, you are here now. Don't beat yourself up about how you got here. Just know you're going to get to where you're going and you are here right now. You can take action from where you are right now. Okay, so a few things I learned from 75 hard, and I'm going to use the Saved by the Bell reference here. I don't know about you, but Saved by the Bell was one of my favorite shows as a kid, and I watched it on repeat. Matter of fact, I probably still have a few seasons on DVD. (laughs) But if you watch Saved by the Bell, you know Zach Morris, and you know he was always making excuses. So in one of the episodes, he really wanted to go to a Dodgers game. And his first instinct was to say his grandma died. But then guess what? He said his grandma died four times last year in school. So I don't think they're going to believe there's a fifth grandma out there that died, right? (laughs) So it's funny. It's comical when other people are making excuses or when we see it on TV or in the movies. It's like funny, like, oh, Zach right? But when it happens to us in real life, we're super hard on ourselves, And we're like, why did I have to make so many excuses? Um, And we just get like all in our head about it. You know what? It's okay. Through doing 75 hard, I realized how many excuses I made. I realized maybe I'm more like Zach Morris than I thought. Because here I am saying, I can't work out one time a day, like before some, before doing 75 hard, and then you find ways to do it two times a day, right? So really, we make a lot of excuses in our lives, and it was really just enlightening to learn like, oh, yeah, you can do more than you think you can, and maybe just to set intentions, The more I set an intention to do something, the more likely I am to get it done, even when I don't think I have enough time in the day. Okay, something that surprised me through doing the program was the small, ordinary actions and how those ordinary actions can have a huge impact. Ordinary actions can make you feel badass. And through one part of 75 hard, I felt like a tortoise when you're looking at the tortoise and the hare, because 
I felt like I was so much slower than everybody else. And I'm going to put my phone the other way because then I just keep looking at it whenever notifications pop up. So ignore me. Um, yeah, the tortoise and the hare. The tortoise is so much slower than the hare and it's so frustrating. And that's how I felt about reading, doing the 10 pages of reading a day. Now, I love reading and I do somewhat normally, probably not every day. No, definitely not before, before this, definitely not every day. Um, but after 75 days of reading, I was blown away by the amount of books that I had read. And that's the thing. You can be the tortoise. You can just take small action, go at your own pace, right? But you'd be shocked at how that blows up or how much more it is than you think in the end. So like those 10 pages a day turned into like 10 or 15 books. I can't remember exactly, probably 10 books, right? Um, but I was shocked because I was like, this slow reader got that much reading done in 75 days? What? <laughs> I was shocked. But small, consistent action. Don't underestimate just the ordinary things that you do every day. I also learned about the power of habits. If you have not read James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, you are missing out. It is amazing. And it's probably been recommended on this show at least 10 times, right? I know when I read it, I was like, where have you been all my life? I couldn't believe that I had never heard of it before. But really, it's about taking one habit that you already have and then pairing it with another habit. So if you're going to do 75 hard, you can take those new habits from 75 hard, like the two workouts a day, and incorporate them, pair them with something that you're already doing. So like brush your teeth in the morning. Okay, immediately after I brush my teeth, then I'm going to go for a run. And so then you know every day after you brush your teeth, you're going to go for a run. When you have a coffee, then you read a book. You pair different habits and you'll be amazed at the progress you make and how much easier it makes it feel. Something that felt hard in the beginning, like doing the two workouts a day, felt hard, felt extreme, felt like no way can I do this. Well, guess what? At the end of the 75 days, it was a habit. I just did it, right? So incorporate those habits. Read that book, Atomic Habits. So good. It will help these steps for 75 hard to feel like second nature. Okay. Rolling to the end here. This is the best. Extreme is easier than hard. I know I, I explained this and it should be 75 extreme, not 75 hard, but you know, I can't change the program. <laughs> but when you're doing things that seem so extreme to you, that is much easier than hard. So have you ever heard the phrase, take a load off? I don't know about you, but when I hear that, I think, oh, sit back, kick up your feet, relax, take a load off, just plop down. Um, maybe you had a hard day at work, right? Or you were on your feet all day. So it's time to take a load off. And we think of this for our body when you've been on your feet all day, like, oh yeah, take a load off, take a rest, right? But we forget this when it comes to our minds. So if you're not meditating, chances are, your mind is going all day. You need to take a load off. <laughs> Even if you do meditate, it's smart to cut corners where you can. It's smart to take a load off your mind. So what do I mean by that? 
I mean that when you're going 50% in, 70% in, 99% in, your mind is working in overdrive because you constantly have to say, like make decisions, right? The answer is not clear cut. When you go all in, when you go 100% in, you're taking out the gray area. There's no confusion or no confusion. The decision has already been made. So when we say take a load off, it should be take a load off your mind to make things easier on yourself. It doesn't have to be so hard. So go all in and I say try 75 hard, even if you're not a workout person or a diet person, it really changes your mindset a bit and helps you get some mental strength and realize you can do hard things. But also you're taking away the gray area. There's not an option for you to fail, right? Because you know what? If given a chance, I will negotiate with myself and I will negotiate myself right out of my goals. So 100% helps you or helps to prevent you from negotiating with yourself. Your badassery is just around the corner. I mean, listen, I know you're a badass right now, but in case you don't realize it, you are. And sometimes we need to prove it to ourselves. And so that's just around the corner for you. All you got to do is go all in, be 100% committed. Okay, so today your challenge is to go extreme. I know it sounds intimidating, but it's easier than having one foot in and one foot out. Go all in. Let me know about it on the gram at Ordinary to Badass. Take a screenshot of this episode and throw it on Instagram. Tag me at Ordinary to Badass and let me know. What is one thing you're going to go extreme on? What is one thing that you are going to be committed to? And do it for a week. Do it for a month. It doesn't have to be 75 days. It doesn't have to be crazy. Um, Although I just said extreme is cool. You can go extreme, but just try it for a month, right? And see how it feels. And then see the progress that you make and how much it eases your headspace. And you don't have to overthink things so much because you're 100% all in. Okay. With that, we'll end our show. It's all the badass women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it. Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, ordinarytobadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future spotlight episode of the show. That's ordinarytobadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt and get back in the arena.